morning, Mando. <laughs> Good morning. Today is Monday, February 12th. I'm your host, Anna Jo, coming to you live from the DJ Studios, located in the Mile High City. Caller from Colorado, welcome to the program. So grateful to have you with us today. If you are listening to this later on the download, thank you so much. And hit the follow button so you can join me. I have a lot to go over today, um, including happy birthday to Lori. We're going to play a couple songs for her in a little bit. Um, but um, today is Motivational Monday, trending um, music. I'm going to have um, the start going over. Uh, I found this list of 165 songs that were banned in America um, after 9-11 happened. So I'm going to start doing this list because it's pretty crazy. Hi, people. Um, so we're going to start that today and we're just going to continue on Wednesday. We're not going to do it on Friday because Friday we'll be covering the music from the documentary CBGB. I think that's it. CBGB, CBDB. I got to get the right letter. CBGB. I think is what it is. Um, that we'll be doing on Thursday night with um, Connecting Through Movies and their soundtrack. Uh, Bam Bam and I will be getting together to do that at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, so if you haven't followed the new, the new Dina Joe, I think it just says Dina Joe. Um, it has me in a white hat and a black shirt, but the background of the sh- it says Connecting Through Movies music and connecting through movies and um soundtracks that's the one where um hopefully if everything goes correctly it'll be shown on there so everybody can go there and watch it because it's a free documentary so we'll hope um sometimes um as i've been told facebook doesn't recognize if it's free or not free and they sometimes they might cut us off if they do we'll still have a live stream on the live chat I should say on Podbean going at the same time. So, all right. Um, weather. Um, it's not cloudy, but man, is it cold? It says it's 23, but it feels like it's seven degrees, and it does feel pretty darn cold. Um, mostly sunny skies, a high of 49. That's here in Denver. Um, for the birthday girl and the rest of the family out there in Welland, Ontario, um, it is 32 and cloudy. Um, skies will be mostly cloudy, but a high of 40. For VP in Elwood City, Pennsylvania, 30 and cloudy. Um, and there will be mostly sunny skies, a high of 49. For my beautiful friends in Arizona, Tucson, 35 and clear, um, sunny skies, 62. Phoenix, 40 and clear, expect sunny skies, high of 65. I-T-M-B-B-R-U-T-T, welcome. And then for in Maryland, Elkton, Maryland, um, 43 and cloudy. The skies will be mostly cloudy, high of 50, rain on this evening around 8.15. Um, let me get in here so I real quick. And then we're going to get into the word of the day. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. The wrong numbers on your <laughs> um, thing there. Let's see. Oh, there we go. 
right, so we're going to talk about, um, responsibility. Uh, the state or fact of being accountable or blame for something. Um, the quote I have is, take full responsibility for your life, move forward in the direction of your dreams. And that's very clear. Um, and taking responsibility for your actions. Do you look at your life and blame others because of where you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to ask ourselves. The question of taking responsibility for one's actions never arises when everything is going good. It only It's only when things go bad that we start to search for someone else to blame. At least some people do. Um, it is funny how life pushes us in some, sick, some sticky situations, usually over and over until we actually learn our lesson. Um, take responsibility for your actions because then... Um, that means you are taking responsibility of your life. Finding a scapegoat is taking the easy way out for the actions you took. It is one of the worst negative personality traits you ever have. It is the worst because the person doing so knows that he or she is committing this wrong and yet still um, are ready to blame somebody else for their own doing. This type of behavior reflects weakness, lack of character, and ethics. Hi, Lula. Hope you're doing well. Read about responsibility. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes in life. It only tells the world that you are human. There is no shame in admitting that we have made poor choices in life. This is because there is none who can testify that every decision he or she has made in life has been good and fruitful. Um, it's when we, we deny our poor choices and turn a blind eye to our poor judgment that we set ourselves up for further failure. When we start to take responsibility for our life, we recognize and you recognize the areas in your life we can control and make positive changes needed. We accept and move past which you cannot control without blaming um, or excusing. You do the same, you do the things you are supposed to do and accept the positive and negative outcomes of your actions. You learn to continuously make decisions and conduct behavior that seek to improve yourself and help others. And you accept the consequences of your own actions and decisions. All right, so let me play this for you. I have another one of these great little motivating. Um, Clips. Oh, I was like, don't go away. Son, take full responsibility. Take full responsibility for what happens to you. Hi, Corey. It's one of the highest forms of human maturity, accepting full responsibility. See, I used to blame everything outside. And then let me give you a little philosophy to help turn my life around. For your notes, here it is. It's not what happens that determines the quality or the quantity of your life. It's not what happens. And the reason is because what happens happens to about everybody. No different. And I found out that the same things can happen to two different people. One gets rich and one stays poor. Why is that? Hi, Ozzy. It's because it's not what happens, but rather it's what you do that changes everything. 
we blame everybody in the world for everything that's going on. But our life situation predominantly is our fault. You need to stand up and be a man. If you can't pay your bills, it's your fault. Now, Hi, Frida. And there are rare circumstances where that's not so. But for the most part, if you make foolish and unwise and irresponsible financial decisions, that's your fault. We are tearing ourselves apart in this country because everybody is blaming everybody for everything. So what everybody needs to do is turn around and look in the mirror and look at themselves. The problems in your life are your own dang fault. And so the answer to fixing the problems in your life are in your own dang hands. The responsibility for the well-being of your family, your wife, your husband, your children are yours. You always want to blame other people. You want to hold other people to the fire, but you're not holding yourself to the fire. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, why are you only giving 50%? What's wrong with you? And you need to get rid of them excuses. And you need to stop pointing fingers at people. And you need to start pointing fingers at yourself. What did you not do? There's a lot of finger pointing out here on why you haven't made it and why you haven't succeeded. Someone that looks like me, that looks like you, that acts like you, the same sexual as you, has made it in this world, has succeeded and become successful. So if you don't make it in this world, it's your fault. You gotta get to a point where you're disciplined. It might require you saying no to your friends. It might require you changing your diet. Whatever it takes, you gotta be willing to do it. And you keep saying you're not there because of something else, because it's easier to blame somebody else. I have to take complete ownership. And here's the crazy part. All you got to do is look in the mirror. All you got to do is deal with yourself, and we're going to get to a whole other level. No more playing after today. I need you to take control over every single area, and we're going to do it one day at a time, and you're going to get control, and then someday going to be your day. All right. Thoughts on taking um, responsibility and... Uh, I agree. <laughs> um, the moment you take responsibility for everything in your life is the moment you can change anything in your life. And that's how a rod. So you got this. I believe in you. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you might have saw on my stories, this man and, uh, oh my gosh, just thinking of him. And I, and I try to watch and I, since I've seen it, I've watched it, I don't know, three or four times. Um, he is such a freaking inspiration to me because he is, I, I don't know if he's quadriplegic, I believe. Um, but you see him getting up and he's strapped, holding him up into the air and he's got physical therapies. He's got four of them around him, helping him. And he's on this treadmill and he is just pumping himself up, just saying, you got this, you're better, blah, blah. And he's just like on and on. And he says, this is what he does every day because he knows that he's got to do this instead of just sitting there and feeling sorry for himself. And it's just such a motivation for me because we all have those things in our life that it's a struggle that hold us back from being the best that we can be. And when we use excuses to not get up off of our ass and be the badass that we are, it's the worst thing that we can do. So I'm going to continue to watch that guy and, um, 
man, I'd love to have him on this podcast someday because he is just a motivation to me to think if he can do it, I have no excuse to get up. Yeah, I'm in pain, but I have no excuse to walk that mile however hard it is. I have no excuse to do those squats however much it hurts my knees. You know what I mean? So just try. Um, Take responsibility for your life and find somebody out there that motivates you, that encourages you, that shows you that, you know what? Yeah, what you're going through, I'm I'm not saying what you're going through is small at all because it isn't. And don't let anybody ever tell you that what you're going through and your feelings um, don't matter because they do. But just don't let them take over your life. Just don't let them rule who you are. So, yeah, that's what I got for you today about responsibility. So, anyway, today is Lori's birthday. So, happy birthday, Lori. Um. I'm pretty sure these are a couple of your favorite songs. So here's to you. Just like the only fool who 
And I know she likes this one too. <laughs> Thank you. Good to have you. Welcome Q Y Q S B B R C. And Enon, welcome. She got Betty Davis signs. Welcome, M. B Q K T P C E. She Now we have to sing a little happy birthday. Joke of the day's coming up.
Oh, I thought he was going to hit that high note again. Happy birthday, Lori. I hope that you have a good day and that you get spoiled. I know you will. I know you will. Have a good day. We love you out here in Colorado. Come on, new kids. <laughs> That is the new kids of the blog. Happy birthday, Lori. We love you. All right, we're going to move on. Um, Joke of the day. Your corny joke of the day. Here's two of them for you. Okay. How does a cucumber become a pickle? <laughs> it goes through a jarring experience. Get it? Jarring experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so stupid. <laughs> um, all right. What do you call a couple of um, chimpanzees sharing an Amazon account? Prime mates. Get it? Prime mates. <laughs> I know it's dorky. Those are your corny jokes of the day. Now we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. I know, I know. All right, you know, I'm all about love. Even though Valentine's Day is, you know, super expensive and all that other stuff, I would settle. You guys saw my heart-shaped chicken nuggets I found. I'd be settled for a heart-shaped pizza, some heart-shaped chicken nuggets like I found. Anyway, our countdown to Valentine's Day. One day, 15 hours, 52 minutes, and 17 seconds to go. Um, gosh, that's kind of hard for Lori. She just has a birthday and then it's Valentine's Day. Um, but you're showing her love anyway. I would just like in any, you know, I just like love. That's just it. And I like hearts, even though I hear it's like a phallic symbol or whatever, whatever. I just like them anyway. Um, all right. So more into trending. Um, I told you guys uh, this Thursday, Bam and I are back um, with uh, connecting through movies and their soundtrack. Um, we're going to get together the documentary for um, CBGB. Am I saying it right? CBGB. It's um, country blues, country blues guitar, something. CBGB. <laughs> See, I love those hearts. I love hearts. Um, so we're going to, um, what happens if you can follow me, find me. There's two different accounts on Facebook. There's the Dina Joe podcast page, and then there's the Dina Joe page, and it'll show me. Both of me, I have hats on. One of them that you're looking for, I'm wearing a black shirt with white hat. I need to like copy the page um, and then so I could post it in here. Anyway, in the background, it says connecting through movies and their soundtrack. We're going to be able to, hopefully if everything goes all right, um, be able to 
play that on the Facebook page because it's a free documentary. That way we're all watching it at the same time, plus have a live chat on Podbean at the same time. So it's fun. We've been doing it um, all in our own homes, pushing play at the same time, and we're still having a blast doing it. So we're bringing it back this um, Thursday at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So look for that. Um, I have a new artist for you guys to listen to a little bit. Um, it's kind of slow in the beginning, but then he gets into it. I like this guy. I'm telling you, I told you guys, what was it, three weeks, four weeks ago about Teddy Swims, and now he's all over the radio. I might have a little, I, you know, this guy um, right now, he's starting to pop up in different places. His name is Benson Boone. I don't think he's any, has anything to do with, Daniel Boone was a man. I don't think so. I looked up to him and it doesn't say anything like that. Um, but here, give it a listen. This song, this one of, song of his is called Beautiful Things. Like I said, it's kind of slow in the beginning. For a while that it was rough, but lately I've been doing better than the last four cold December's I recall. And I see my family every month. I've got a girl my parents love. She'll come and stay the night, and I think I might have it all. And I thank God every day for the girl he sent my way. But I know the things he gives, he can take away. And I hold you every night There's no feeling I want to get used to But there's no man as terrified As the man who stands to lose you Oh, I hope I don't lose you Mm. Ah, thank you, BB, CBGB. I was saying it right. Country, bluegrass, and blues. Thank you. All right, that's a little bit of him, Benson Boone, Beautiful Things. I'm telling you, you're going to start hearing it on the radio. I bet you, bet you, bet you. All right, so I have a few things, and then we're going to get into this list that I found that um, was extremely interesting to me, um, because I... I totally remember 9-11. I mean, I remember where I was. I remember, I just remember everything about that day. And, but I don't remember this. I don't remember them banning songs. And I guess maybe because there was a lot of DJs that went against it anyway and played these songs. So, but I don't ever remember them being like, oh my gosh, these songs are banned. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit about that and get into why they did it and um how some of them are like what wait why <laughs> and um, we're gonna do that list it's gonna take um 
I don't know how many days to do it because there's 165 songs. And even on top of the 165 songs, there's way more than that because some of them, they just, they banned the whole groups, whatever band it was, they, they banned everything. So, um, yeah, it was crazy. Um, so anyway, um, trending. Um, if you have not, I think everybody in here has. Um, and um, is new. Um, if you haven't followed, oh, if you haven't followed BP yet, um, give him a follow. Go to Podbean Podcast Nation on Facebook and give him a follow, and you could um, post your podcast and stuff on there. So, all right, Super Bowl last night. I'm so mad. I don't like Travis Kelsey any more than I did before he pushed his coach. What is up with that? What? What? How, who gets away with doing that crap? I'm. Oh, I just don't like him. And Usher's performance. Um, <laughs> some of you who I know got to um a little video from me today of this hillbilly cowboy dancing to an Usher song in the middle of Walmart. I think he did better than Usher. Did. <laughs> but anyway, um, I just have seen better performances. Bruno Mars was better. Princess was better. Um, it was okay. Um, the Circus Olay people in the audience were awesome. I wish they would have shown more of them. Um, they were they were really cool. Um, I guess uh, everybody thought it was CeeLo Green, but it wasn't CeeLo Green. It was Jermaine Dupree, but he has gained a lot of weight and it looks like seal green. And do you remember, I remember wearing these socks when I was a little girl, they were like, they rolled over at your ankle and they had ruffles around the edges. He was wearing those socks. This guy was wearing those socks. I don't know. He was weird. Um, anyway, um, it was all right. It was all right. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, and then that ice spice, did you guys all hear about her? She's strange. Um, she was, uh, she's the one that I told you was in the commercial. My Mike. She was the one that was in the commercial with Ben Affleck. I don't know how many months ago, a Duncan commercial. And I'm like, who is that ice spice girl? And you can't understand a word she's saying. I guess she was in, um, up in the, whatever the suite with Taylor Swift. And she's literally wearing an upside down cross. And then she does she's not doing the hey cool sign like the surfers used to do it's the satanic one it's like i don't even want to do it it's the satanic devil sign like the horns and then she like she does it with her fingers and then she pulls up her cross that she has around her neck and she's pulling it up and people are saying that's a sign of her like satanic like bringing the devil i don't know it was all about creepiness it was creepy to me hi joshua good to see you it was just weird to see at, um, you know, at the Super Bowl. So I don't know. Who knows? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Joshua, is this, is this AJ? Who is this AJFJ? Who's, who is that? Which Joshua is that? All right. I'm going to get into this list because there's so many, um, I think there's 28 songs on here today. And I wanted to talk a little bit about it. It was Clear Channel and back, um, which is now iHeartMedia. Um, it says, um, following the September 11 attacks in 2001, Clear Channel Communications, now iHeartMedia, the largest owner of radio stations in the United States, circulated an internal memorandum containing a list of songs um, that pro 
program directors felt were lyrically questionable to play in the aftermath of the attacks. Let's see. Um, boom, boom, boom. Okay. Um, there were there were little or no consequences for DJs who broke the embargo, though, um, as the Daily Beast. Um, Kira Gang and others have noted um, it was a chilling effect on the radio play for the targeted songs. Today, the list stands as a curious relic of time where unfathomable tragedy lead to one of the most sweeping censorship movements in recent history. Um, let's see. And it goes on to talk about Clear Channel announced the suggestions in the memorandum sent out to um, 1,100 radio stations on September 14th. Many songs were cited as lyrically questionable, which meant that the words could be triggering, such as James Taylor's Fire and Rain, um, ACDC's um, Shot Down in Flames. Um, ACDC, I think, has like eight songs on there. Food Fighters Learn to Fly, while others were struck from playlists for political reasons. Um, Rage Against the Machine's entire discography, four albums, 50 songs, were deemed unacceptable, apparently because the band had been critical of America and um, capitalism. Um, John Lennon's Imagine was also banned because envisioning a world where we could get along with was at odds with the public demand for bloody justice. Um, a several heavy metal songs found themselves on the wrong side of censorship, seemingly for no other reason than the suits at Clear Channel didn't like aggressive music. Bad Religion by Godsmack had nothing to do with fire planes killing or New York, but it was unseemingly yanked down. And all of those words, fire planes killing and New York were all trigger words that they use to pull um, songs off um, the radio. Um, let's see. Uh, where did I leave off? Oh, so too were Limp Bizkit's, um Break Stuff, Tools Intolerance, and dozens of other relatively inoffensive tracks um, that could be possibly um, reason for excluding the Bengals walk like the Egyptians, right? <laughs> What's wrong with that song? So they were saying their reasoning behind that one was that it was um, Egyptians were Middle Eastern, so you couldn't play that one. So I'm just like, okay, whatever. So we're going to hit it and we're going to go um, straight in order that they have um, listed. And then I'll um, continue to read some more of um, the memorandum. Well, I'll just read the last part of it. The Clear Channel Memorandum contains songs that like their lyrics. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, but then it also included under their band were several happy and celebratory songs, including Louis Armstrong's what a wonderful world. Um, as Clear Channel believed playing joyful music in the aftermath of the attacks was inappropriate. Oh, but wait, while they were passing out, by the way, listen to this. In Washington, as Clear Channel owned station in Washington, D.C., when they were handing out this memorandum, I guess over the loudspeakers, they were playing Cool in the Gang Celebration. So what the hell? <laughs> I don't get it. So who knows? Um, you know, it's all politics, right? We're going to start um, straight off the list um, in alphabetical order. The first one that they had on the list is 
the song Duck and Run. Duck and Run is a song by American rock band Three Doors Down. It was released on January 9th, 2001 as the third single from their debut album, The Better Life. This song became the band's third consecutive number one on the Billboard mainstream rock chart, staying there for three weeks following the terrorist attacks on September 11th. 2001, the song was placed on the post 9-11 inappropriate title distributed by Clear Channel. Here is the first one on our list, Duck and Run, for yours down. Oh, I still have some, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. Is it I don't, gosh, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name. Anon? Anon? Just because I have nothing to give. So you call this spot for country. Tell me why it costs so much to live. Tell me why. Well, they're turning down. It means the most his name. Oh, his name means the most? Nice. I won't run away. Duck and Run was the first performed live on March 12, 2000, at the Florida Spring Fest in Pensacola, Florida. Um, as of April 1, 2019, it was performed 465 times, making it the third most performed song by Three Doors Down. Charted number one in the U.S., Duck and Run, Three Doors Down, off the album The Better Life. All right, we're going to move on to the next one on the list. Um, it is down um, three by 311. 311 emerged from humble beginnings in Nebraska when their second major label album, Grassroots, uh, made the chart album charts at number 193 and got some radio play. They knew it was going to work out for them. There was momentum swelling, said the lead singer. We knew we were blowing up and it was strictly from grassroots basis and not from being media darlings or anything like that. It's a thank you to both the fan members and the fans. So here is Down by 311. <laughs> Get loose, I just got the spit and drink the juice. 
by 311's lead singer Nick and DJ S.A. Martinez. This is the song for the fans, of course, and to thank them, they said, for being loyal. It charted number one in Canada, 37 in the U.S., down by 311 off the album 311 in 1995. All right, we're going to move on to some ACDC. Now, these four guys, let's see, they have... One, two, three, four, five, six, six songs. Well, there's eight different ones on the list. I'm going to do a little bit of each of these ones on here. Um, it says written by the group's members. Um, oh, well, the main one um, that I'll end up doing is, um, which one do I have on here? Oh, Dirty Deeds. Um, Dirty Deeds, Dunder Cheap, because um, I have six different ones. Okay, written by the group's members, Angus Young, Malcolm Young, Bond Scott. It was also released as a single, first in Australia in October 1976. Once the Dirty Deeds album was finally released in the U.S. in 1991, the Dirty Deeds single was re-released there back by Highway to Hell, where it was reached number four on the then Top Tracks chart. Um, and the song would rank 24 on VH1's 40 Greatest Metal Songs in 2009. It was named the 31st Best Hard Rock Song of All Time by VH1. It's featured um, in backing vocals consists of heavy breathing sounds made on a downbeat during um, verses. It also features the title in spoken word style at the end of the chorus plus a scream at the end of the song now uh, this is one i can see how they put on the list um because it's about a hit man um so but we're not gonna play that one first we're gonna play a little bit of house bells hi bella good to see you sorry i was in another screen i hope you're well ACDC, all of their songs. Well, not all of them, a lot of them. I like the bells. 
So Hell's Bells was put on there. This one was put on there. Highway to Hell. But again, I don't ever remember that this happening. Now this song, another ACDC song, Safe in New York, because it said New York, it was banned. I don't remember this one. But I like it. And then we're going to move on to shoot to thrill, of course, because it's a shoot. Thank you, BT. Don't think it's uh, <laughs> the shoot to thrill that they were banning it from. <laughs> then this one shot down in flames. I mean, yeah.
Oh, I have another one before Dirty Days. TNT. I got one more. This one was also banned. Did you know that man? Oi! 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 The one that I talked about. <laughs> oh, my God. Bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play that one next. list there was more controversy about the song um besides another one that i'm gonna play right now in 1981 norman and marilyn white norman and marilyn of libertyville illinois filed a $250,000 lawsuit in Lake County, Illinois, Circuit County against Atlantic Records and its distributors because they alleged that their phone number was included in the song, resulting in hundreds of prank phone calls. Their attorney told the Chicago Tribune that the song 36, 24, 36 digits were followed by a hey, which the client said sounded like an eight. Thus, creating the couple's phone number. I tried to look it up to see if this couple won anything, but all that kept coming up was, a, uh, like, I guess there was a really big murder in this town, and it was not Norman and Karen who were murdered, but it was somebody else, and that's all that kept coming up was that. So I don't know if they won their money. I mean, I think that's kind of... Um, a stretch <laughs> to uh, sue for that, but God, people sue for everything now. Okay, and this one also was put on the list um, banned. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. This is who I really am, a mom, dirty deep with sheep. Oh, no, no, don't start over. <laughs> don't start over. All right, back to the list. Thanks, bam, bam. All right, so after ACDC comes um, the ad-libs. All right, um, the ad-libs. The song is The Boy from New York City. The ad-libs were a vocal group from Bayonne, New Jersey. The song was written by John T. Taylor, who was the sax player that helped them demo this song. Early, the ad-libs had a recording deal with Redbird Records, who um, was owned by the songwriter Jerry Lieber and Mike Stroller. Um, this was the group's only top 1040. Uh, let's see. The song celebrated a confident and alluring individual who captures the narrator's heart. It represents the romantic fantasies and ideals that can be sparked by an encounter with someone who embodies charisma and charm associated with a vibrant city like New York. Um, here is the boy from New York City. And of course, it was because it had New York City in it. it they banned it. Um, the Adlibs. Remember this one? Bloody hell is right. Come on, kitty. <laughs> Oh, the sheep song was banned in um, the Netherlands. <laughs> Oh, thank you, BP. And he's his pocket's full. 
I love that. Come on, kitty. <laughs> I can't believe this song. It's as though the group continued to record other singles. They have never repeated the chart success as the boy from New York City. According to Artie Butler, um, the track was recorded at A&R Studios in New York City in three separate sessions. The first session was to lay down the rhythm sections, and the next was the lead and backup vocals. Um, the boy from New York City, the ad-libs off the album The Best of Redbird Records, 1965. Um, it charted number eight in the U.S. and number two in Canada. So, BP... You're the best. <laughs> I told I was so, I was so yesterday, all that kept coming up was this death. I guess it was like some big murder in this, that little town where um, these two who sued in, in Chicago. Well, he, he found the article and it said um, when they sued uh, the, the uh, record company. But as you already know, because it talks about, that's because unfortunately the whites, the judge found that accidentally even intentionally using someone's phone number in a non-harassing way is, is a protection is protected by the first amendment the band's attorney um is told the chicago tribune you can't help the fact that there are um there's always going to be practical jokers prank calls after all um are easy and it's just too tempting to do such a dirty deed when it's a doable dirt cheap ha 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 the whites unable to get relief from the courts fixed the problem another way they ended up changing their phone number why didn't they do that in the first place <laughs> you know why in the hell didn't they do that in the first place i don't know because they wanted money all right the next song on the list um when you're falling um it's by afro kelt sound system featuring 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 peter gabriel peter gabriel sings on this with afro kelt sound system which is comprised of traditional irish and african musicians gabriel is a big proponent of world music and afro kelt recorded their first album at his Real World Studios in Bath, England. Gabriel isn't the only famous guest vocalist on the album. Peter, Robert Plant, sorry, um, leads his voice to the track, Life, Be um, Life Begins Again, uh, that song. When You're Falling addresses the struggles of connecting with the supporting someone in crisis. Um, it illuminates the difficult, difficulty of truly understanding another person's pain and the limitations of offering help in moments of vulnerability. The song invites introspect and empathy, reminding us of the importance of compassion and support in times of emotional turmoil. Isn't that the perfect song to play during that time? Here it is, When You're Falling, Alfred Kelt Sound, um, Peter Gabriel. Hi, Peter. How are you, young man? Hope you're well. Hi, llamas. Hi, donkey. <laughs> I can to the light. And my own angel. With your wings set Thank you, South Oz, man. 
breakthrough hit for Apple Kelp Sound System, but it suffered bad timing, of course. The band um, was gaining momentum, and the song was guarding airplay when, of course, 9-11 happened. Um, the imagery of the video, including a man falling to the ground um, in the video, looks like New York City, as well as a near-miss airliner. MTV um, and VH1 immediately pulled the video, and many of Afro Kelp's tour dates had to be canceled. That is when you're following Afro Kelp's sound system featuring Peter Gabriel, Volume 3, Further in Time, 2001. It would chart in 27 in the U.S. and it didn't chart anywhere else. That kind of sucks. You know, they were doing really well and then something happens just like, bam, knocks you down. <laughs> um, kind of like uh, COVID did. Um, let's see who's next. Alice in Chains. And they have um, four songs on the list. Um, Down in the Hole, Sea of Sorrows, um, Then Bones. Um, so here, I'm going to play a little bit of them and then I'm going to talk about Rooster. Uh, Down in the Hole. That's down in the hole. This is CSRO. It was also on the list. Them Bones, uh, Allison Chains, is also on the list.
So that's Van Bounds. Um, now, the one I'm going to talk about is Rooster, which was the last one that they put on the list. Um, Rooster is a song um, by Allison Chains. The song was written by guitarist vocalist Jerry Candell for his father, Jerry Candell, Cantrell Sr., whose childhood nickname was Rooster and served in the U.S. Army during Vietnam War. Cantrell um, would later name his music publishing company as Rooster's Son Publishing. Rooster spent 20 weeks at Billboard Mainstream Rock Track Charts, peaking at number seven. So here is Rooster. Thank you, BP. The song is about resilience as the soldier gets sent off to war, leaving his wife and children behind. He watches his friend die and does his best to stay alive. Then come to the rooster, but he won't die. The song was included in the movie This Is 40. Um, Alice in Shane, Roosters, off the album Dirt, 1992, charted number seven in the U.S. All right, this next one is is kind of weird because um, the original was not um, 
banned, but this one was. What does he say in the song, going to snub the rooster? Um, yeah, yeah, something like that. Like he's wants to, it's like, who's going to come kill the rooster, the soldier? Yeah. Um, all right, let me get over here. Um, Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. Like I said, theirs was banned, but Michael Jackson's wasn't. Hmm? Weird. Um, in May um, 2001, American rock band Alien Ant Farm released a cover version of Smooth Criminal as the second single from their second studio album. According to lead singer um, Didron Mitchell, the band would play a few riffs of Michael Jackson's song while warming up before gigs, and audience members would request them to play the entire song. This positive feedback encouraged them to record their own rendition of Smooth Criminal and included it on Anthology. So here's Smooth Criminal Alien Out Farm. <laughs> Are you okay, Annie? That's Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal, off the album Anthology 2001. This song did not chart, which I was kind of shocked that it didn't chart somewhere, but it didn't chart. All right, we're going to move on um, to get a couple some more songs in here. And the next one is We Gotta Get Out of This Place. Um, the animals. Uh, Man and Ween wrote and recorded We Gotta Get Out of This Place as a demo with Man singing and playing piano. It was intended for the Righteous Brothers, but Man gained a recording contract for himself. Meanwhile, record executive Alan Klein had heard it and gave the demo to Mickey, Mo Mickey Most the animals producer who was already looking for material for the group's next recording session. The animals recorded it um, um, before man could get in there and do it himself. So here is the animals with We Gotta Get Out of This Place. 
Which I don't understand. Because there's no, there's none of those words in the title. Sorry, guys. And one thing I know is true. of this song by the animals um, the u.s single version is um, an alternative take um, was shipped to mgm the animals american record label by mistake um, nevertheless um, this is far superior version of the song unfortunately it's the version that um, is played by almost all oldie radio stations today. Um, Andrew Coyer, um, it says, mentioned on a special Independence Day show on Sirius Radio that this was the most requested song on Arms Force Radio when he was in Vietnam. So we've got to get out of this place, the animals, off the track, Animal Tracks, 1965, charted in the U.S. at number 13. Kind of crazy um, if they would know what the... the if they took into consideration what um, the word, the, you know, what the song meant instead of just banning it, <laughs> instead of just saying, oh, you're banned, you're banned. All right, the next one, especially this next one, <laughs> Louis Armstrong, What a Wonderful World. 
um, with an orchestra backing and rich gravel vocals of Louis Armstrong. What a wonderful world. Sounds like a standard from the 1940s. But the song was recorded and released in 1967. One of the most optimistic and uplifting songs ever conceived. What a Wonderful World was written by Bob Fine and George Wise. The song is about appreciating the beauty of our surroundings. Armstrong brought the same kind of joy to his trumpet playing. I just think about all my happy days, memories, and the notes that come out, he said. Louis Armstrong is probably the most famous trumpet player in history, but he didn't play his signature instrument on this song. During live performances, he would just hold it and not play it. So here he is, Louis Armstrong. What a wonderful world. I see trees of green. So the problem is, is these executives don't understand how much music helps you through every emotion that you're going through in life. Thank you, Ozzy. Thank you, Peter. the whole thing hear that on a monday morning that just puts you on hmm yeah all right <laughs> now we're gonna go no smoke without fire <laughs> we're moving on no smoke without fire by bad company despite um failing to match the success of the album's first single shake it up no Smoke Without Fire was played subsequently with Shake It Up on the radio stations at the time of its release, eventually peaking at number four on the Billboard mainstream track charts. Cashbox um, called it an auspicious comeback effort for Bad Company, saying that a bolder, heavy signature track lumbers away under an inspirational vocal effort. Okay, well, let's give it a listen and see. Uh, no Smoke Under Fire, Bad Company.
Thanks, Mike. I like Bad Company, but I don't remember this song. On it says, No smoke without a fire delves into the emotional roller coaster of being involved with a partner who repeatedly strays and creates chaos. The song expresses the narrator's refusal to participate in their partner's games and highlights the consequences that come with unfaithfulness. How about an uppercut to the puncher in the face? Oh, no, no, that's not how you say handle it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no Smoke Without Fire on Bad Company album, Dangerous Age, 1989. It charted in um, the U.S. at number four. Take that back. <laughs> All right. Um, the next one I have, um, let's see, what time is it? Um, okay. We'll get both of them and let's see walk like an egyptian the bangles the bangles um this song liam Strymer wrote this song um he got the idea when he um, was on a ferry boat and saw people struggling to keep their balance <laughs> um the way they held their arms out and jerked around um, made it look like they were doing an egyptian movement he says and the boat would move suddenly and they would topple over <laughs> oh my god Gosh, the band did not think the song would get released as a single, but um, because it was too weird, the Bengals did. But here it is, Walk Like Egyptian, the Bengals. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. Beepy. Oh, hey. Hi, Sally. Bye, Sally. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, They were eating out. Hello, hello, hello. 
Walk like an Egyptian. Exactly. It wouldn't have been Middle Eastern. But they have to walk like an Egyptian. A O. They have to go A O A O. A. This was actually offered to Tony Basil, but she turned it down. She said no. The Bengals needed one more song to complete their album, so they took it. Walk Like an Egyptian, the Bengals, off the album Different Light, 1986. It would be number one in Canada and number one in the U.S. <laughs> oh, walk like a Canadian. A-O-A-O. Yep. All right, we'll do one more by a Canadian band, Bare Naked Ladies. Um, Falling for the First Time is a song that was um, banned. Um, the song overall meaning revolves around the idea of embracing vulnerability, taking risks, and learning from mistakes. It reminds listeners that no one is perfect and that even seamlessly easy situations or relationships have their complications. The lyrics contain a mix of self-criticism and optimism, suggesting that failure can lead to personal growth and that difficult experiences are often temporary. So he, and because it said falling and that's why it was um, banned. Falling for the first time, Bare Naked Ladies. And it's such a happy little song. Bye, Peter. See you later, my friend. Oh my gosh, that's true. Oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> And he's Canadian, eh? Love to give me lost. 
lost my direction. I lost sense of time. Time infection. So that is falling for the first time, Bare Naked Ladies. Off the album Maroon 2001, it would chart number 11 in the U.S. and number 75 in the hometown, Canada. Crazy. Bam Bam's Double Gobber, Double Gobber, <laughs> Double Gobber, <laughs> the singer. All right. This is a great list. I, I really am liking this list because um, I like music and I like to see what, what uh, people are banning, um, having no idea that they even did it. So, um, I'm just going to continue to do it and go through it because it's not an awful list, like awful, terrible, horrible songs, like that ice spice girl. Gosh, she's crazy. Anyway, I'm going to leave you guys. Like I always leave you after I find it. Boing. Um, it always comes up creepy laugh. I don't want the creepy laugh. Oh, <laughs> Feel the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world. But don't let the world change your smile. I'm so glad to be surrounded by you four gentlemen. Um, my friends, I appreciate you guys so very much. I hope that you have a great rest of your day. South Osman, thank you so much for being in here. If you haven't fallen asleep <laughs> and I'm in your ear right now as you're sleeping, um, um, thank you for coming in. And Mike and BP for all your help and bam, bam. Um, you guys are the best. I love you guys. Um, have a great rest of your day. Be safe out there. Happy birthday, Lori. We love you. Knew that was going to be loud. <laughs> See you guys on Wednesday. Bye.